What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. What's good, guys? It is Thursday, February 4th. It is cold as fuck out here. Oh, man. Nothing new. Nothing new for the life of a New Yorker. But the snow is abundant here. I was driving through my neighborhood yesterday just to see how the plows were uh, doing the job. Not too good. Not too good. Was not too uh, thrilled to uh, have to ram my car through a fucking wall of snow, but is what it is. Was icy as hell and nearly hydroplane. So uh, thanks a lot for uh, clearing the roads out here in the local neighborhoods. <laughs> but uh, besides that, let's get right into some basketball. And the Knicks picked up a victory last night, one hundred seven to one hundred three. They are now ten and thirteen on the year. And last night, Julius Randle had 27 points. He was 11 for 20 from the field, 5 for 7 from 3, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Solid-ass game for Julius Randle. Alfred Payton had a really good game last night, 20 points. He was 9 for 19 from the field, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. R.J. Barrett, 17 points. Seven rebounds. Obi Toppin. In ten minutes last night, he knocked down a three. And he had five points and a rebound. Emmanuel quickly, nine points. Three for seven. Two for three from three. And one rebound. He played 13 minutes. I guess they're not trying to get him hurt when they have something good going. So I guess that's Coach Thibodeau's decision. But the Knicks picked up a victory. Zach Levine had 24 points last night. He was 10 for 21 from the field. Five rebounds, seven assists. Kobe White, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists. And now the Knicks move on. And they face the Trailblazers on Saturday at 1 p.m. And they recently lost to the Trailblazers. So it'll be... A pretty good game. It was a pretty close finish in the last game. It was 116-113 to 113 in the last game. So they were right there with them. And Damian Lillard, obviously one of the best guards in the league, leading them. So looking forward to the next game for the Knicks. Last night, the Dallas Mavericks got a much-needed victory. 
over the Atlanta Hawks. Luka Doncic, 27 points, 8 for 20 from the field, knocked down all 10 free throws last night. He also had 14 assists and 8 rebounds. Pretty solid game for Luka Doncic. He was pretty frustrated the other day when the Mavericks couldn't seem to be getting anything good going. And, like, he was basically, like, creating a lot of news in the media, basically, like, stating that he wasn't really too happy with how things are going and, like, he could potentially, like, request a trade or try to find a new home in free agency eventually. But I guess we'll have to wait and see how him and Kristaps really are... uh, Good tag team, we'll see. They're two elite players. Kristaps, uh, 24 points last night. He was 1 for 6 from 3, though. 10 for 20 from the field. 11 rebounds, 2 assists. And on the other side... Uh, John Collins for the Atlanta Hawks had 35 points, 12 rebounds. Pretty solid game. And Trey Young, 21 points, 8 for 18, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. The Clippers continue to win. They won 121-99 over the Cleveland Cavaliers last night. Paul George with 36 points, 13 for 20 from the field. Colin Sexton, 27 points, 11 for 21. Kawhi had 24 points, 9 for 14, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Serge Ibaka, 14 points. Darius Garland with 23 points, 4 rebounds. The Sixers picked up a close victory over the Charlotte Hornets last night. Joel Embiid, 34 points, 11 for 18, 9 for 10 from free throw line. He also had 11 rebounds. LaMelo Ball, 22 points, 8 for 16 from the field, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Solid game from the young point guard. He's been playing good. Like He's been playing really good. He's averaging 12 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists on the season. Pretty solid. All right, so that's enough basketball talk for one day. So some big news came out the other day, and NCAA football is finally going to be coming back. College football is going to be called 
EA Sports back in the game. I am hype. I used to play this game when it was available back in the day. It hasn't been available in a long time. 2014, I think, was the last time it was available. And 2013, sorry. And, yeah, looking forward to seeing this. Looking forward to getting it. I just got a new Xbox, so, like, I need this game. I hope it comes out pretty soon. Hope we don't have to wait for, like, a year or so. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And this is a crazy time for college athletics. I remember in high school I had to write, like, a essay about should athletes in college get paid, and I was always kind of, like, for it because... They are the revenue generators, in a sense, for the school. And in some regard, some schools really rely on football to fund other departments. And that would pay for a lot of different ventures that universities want to dive into. So, like, that is a big part of the issue that was at hand back in the day when players were being taken advantage of and they were having their jerseys sold without giving them any royalties and no uh, sense of financial stability because like they were just there to play football or basketball with the Ed O'Bannon thing. And, uh, yeah, it's a... Big step in the right direction for college athletes to be receiving some of the money that they kind of deserve to be receiving. And as a young person, I feel for college athletes that don't have much when they go to school. And, like, obviously that if they are in the uh, position to receive a scholarship at the Division One level, they're obviously intending on pushing their physical skills to get them to the professional level to play football. So it's definitely a step in the right direction, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that video game pretty soon. So yesterday... The Kansas City Chiefs had a barber that was giving haircuts to all the players before they had to do, like, media and stuff like that. Unfortunately, their barber tested positive for COVID-19, and they had a really big long line that included Patrick Mahomes. I don't believe he got his haircut because of the situation, but... uh. Daniel Kilgore, he's a lineman, and he was in the chair, and he basically got half of a haircut because the barber got pulled while he was in the chair, and he posted a fucking hilarious picture on his Instagram or Twitter, whatever, and he just has half his haircut. It's pretty funny. But 
he and Demarcus Robinson, a wide receiver for the Chiefs, were placed on the reserve COVID-19 list after they were considered to be close contacts, but they could return to be eligible in the Super Bowl if they test negative for five consecutive days. So that kind of sucks. But that's something that is a reality these days. So pretty crazy. Glad Patrick Mahomes wasn't one of those. Because, like, that would just be the fucking worst thing possible. So let's talk a little bit about the big game. Let's talk about it. Uh, I think that it's going to be a very close game. I mean, like, we're going to have to see how it plays out. And I'm just really excited to see these two great teams have the opportunity to play each other. And it's going to be a great game regardless. Two of the faces of the NFL with great players on both sides. They got Travis Kelsey. They got Tyreek Hill. They got Tyron Matthew on defense for the Bucks. They got Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans. They got Devin White. It's going to be a very intense game, and I'm very excited. And I still hope that Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, the mayor said that he's pushing for a Tampa Bay rename if the Bucks win. That's fucking crazy. I can't believe what I'm reading. But... At the moment, it looks like Kansas City is the favorite with the betting. But we'll see. Looking very... I'm looking forward to this shit. The Super Bowl is one of the best days of the year, obviously, but another good day is going to be when Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul finally fight each other because apparently this is going to happen. So, last night, Floyd Mayweather posted a pretty controversial post on his Instagram basically calling out Jake Paul for being a culture vulture. And if you don't know what that means, that means that he's a white kid that wears expensive shit and essentially is taking away from his own culture, in a sense, and is taking from the African-American culture, which Floyd obviously has been a big part of producing imagery with jewelry and cars and stuff like that. Obviously, he's inspired Jake 
to want nice things. He's come from humble beginnings himself. So he basically called him out for making fun of his education. And Floyd basically got very offended and was saying that people get lynched for not being able to read, which is a fact back in, um, like, times of slavery. He was trying to make a point, but I think he's really trying to make this a race kind of fight. And he said that he's going to fight Logan eventually. And he said that they're good to make money with. And that's a fact. And I guess we'll just have to see how the Paul brothers are going to fair against Floyd Money Mayweather. See if they could hand him one of his first losses of his life. But he's had a lot of losses. He's had a lot of L's. And now he's opening businesses in Las Vegas. Who wouldn't if you were him? But put your money where your mouth is, Floyd. I want to see these fights. (laughs) All right, so some MMA news. It seems like Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor are actually going to run it back. It seems that Dustin Poirier doesn't respect Michael Chandler, even though that he is one of the premier fighters in the weight division, even though that he hasn't been in the UFC long. He was a three-time champion of the same weight in Bellator, which is like the second promotion in MMA. And he wants the lightweight title next, he told Ariel Hawani's show the other day. And Habib Nurmagomedov is obviously in the way, but he's kind of, like, still keeping his, like, shadow, in a sense, over the lightweight division because, like, he's not necessarily, like, fully retired until he says so. And he's being kind of vague about that. So, Dustin Poirier is a very respectable guy. His hot sauce is really good, by the way. I tried it. Very good. Justin Gaethje said that there's plenty of options to fight at lightweight. He said if Conor McGregor gets a title shot, like, he will never fight in the UFC again. That's a little bit dramatic, but... And I quote this from Justin Gaethje, for them to come out and say he wants a title shot next rematch with Poirier, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, he has a point because, like, Conor got knocked out 
pretty quickly. And it shows that Connor has the pull to basically get like whatever he wants. He's kind of like Floyd in that regard. He has the money. He has the fame. He has every opportunity that he wants. And it says McGregor hoping for May rematch with Dustin Poirier. So, I mean, like, obviously, Connor is the biggest superstar in MMA. And he'll be able to sell the most pay-per-views just based on his name alone. And that is what it is. And now let's talk about some new kit that's coming out this week as a part of the Black History Month Kith Artist Series, which is going on throughout the whole month. The artist that was spotlighted this week is Super Wax, a Richmond, Virginia native, now living in Los Angeles working, known for being a pop culture artist, as well as using pop culture and television to create a unique imagery with graffiti-inspired by Cause and Murakami. Very cartoonish and uh, honestly very cool. I kind of just found this artist. And they're releasing a black long-sleeve T-shirt with some of the artist's imagery on it. In a black long-sleeve t-shirt box logo and a white t-shirt exclusive to in-store release only. <clears throat> it's pretty cool how Ronnie Feig is infiltrating like certain communities and is giving certain people spotlights. And Especially during Black History Month, it's cool to see him give smaller artists opportunities to showcase their skills. And, yeah, pretty cool. And Supreme is two weeks away from releasing week one of spring-summer 21 collection. And we'll be getting the lookbook that same week, probably. And looking forward to that. And before I get out of here... This weekend, we got UFC Fight Night on Saturday, headlined by Alistair Overeem against Alexander Volkov. A very good main event, heavyweight fight. We also got Corey Sanhagen against the legend Frankie Edgar in the co-main event. And yeah, looking forward to that. We also got Michael Johnson against Clay Guida. And that is a battle of two OGs. They've been around forever. They both have very extensive records. It's going to be a good fight night on ESPN. ESPN Plus. So with that being said, guys, I hope you have a good day and peace the fuck out.